Welcome, friends, to our second season of the Reynolds Rap Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Reynolds, and this podcast is meant to encourage and bless you as you seek to live an authentic life in Christ Jesus. If you haven't already done it, please hit that subscribe button to get updates on original content each week. And also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and online at rayreynoldsrap.com. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the Reynolds Wrap Podcast. Excited to be with you today, and we have taken a little break from some of our uh, lessons and spiritual conversations, and we're going to talk today a little bit about Titus Camp. Uh, as many of you know, I direct uh, with Travis Creasy and Travis Harmon and Whitney Creasy and Stacy Harmon uh, the Titus Camp at Heritage Christian University. Now, Titus stands for Teens in Training for useful service. And we take our teenagers and train them all week long, about 50 kids this year, uh, and send them out to a local church. And I wanted to spend some time just basically talking about the camp, how it's going, uh, and some things that we've learned from this experience. I have today with me several guests, Travis Creasy, Brandon Foster, Joshua Mayo. I have uh, Connor Parker, Aiden, and Chase also as well with me. And uh, so Aiden Gargas, Chase, Chase Joyner, so uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, experience we've had this week. Let's start with Travis Creasy. So how long have you been involved with Titus Camp? Uh, this is year 16, 17. Yeah, this is year 17. So, you're, so 16 years yeah. I've been involved. I may have helped organize a little bit the first year, but you I was did. not in person. But 16 years, I do man in the morning, uh, 7.45 every morning, a little 15-minute devotional time. Um sporadic all over the place but i've enjoyed doing the oddities of acts this year that's been a lot a lot of a lot of fun yeah what was the today's topic for Today our audience was the naked <laughs> aggression <laughs> the sons of skiva uh, acts 19 i believe yeah it was a great great lesson and we're basically we're going through the the theme is strange biblical things so we're talking about some of these strange bible characters and travis came to me early and said hey I really want to do uh, the book of Acts, and so we started talking about the oddities of Acts, and there's a lot of great, really weird stories uh, in in that book, and of course throughout the Bible as a whole. Um, also, Joshua Mayo is here with me. He's a preacher now at the Rutherford Church of Christ in Tennessee, Rutherford, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and uh, so excited to have him. Now, Josh has been at Titus Camp since how long? 11 years. 11 years as a camper. And as a counselor, his dad, Miles, also helps out with camp. His mom used to be a part of camp in the kitchen, but it got to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so um, she still comes and visits, but um, is has been a part of the camp in the past. And so, Josh, what have you learned from the experience going through camp as a camper and now as a counselor um, that you, you want to share? Yeah, it's pretty neat because the first year that I was a camper, I came back home and dad saw such a difference in me that he wanted to be a counselor the following year. Uh, he wanted to see what the camp was all about and he knew somewhat about it. He knew Ray yeah. uh, and it communicated with him. I actually got to come a year early. Uh, Ray That's let me right. do it uh, come a year early. I was 12 at the time. You're supposed to be 13, I believe. Um, and it was a blessing to be able to be here and preach to a congregation, prepare a lesson, learn uh, how to construct a lesson and then present it on the following Sunday. And Dad saw a change in me whenever I got back that he wanted to be a part of it as well. Uh, it's pretty neat to grow through the camp and then be a counselor and then watch the kids and help them grow as well. It's a blessing. And weren't you baptized like right after camp? 
Uh, the years? No, I was baptized at camp. You're baptized it at was camp. The that's third right. or fourth year of camp. That's right. And yep. um, and you're baptized at Florence Boulevard. I was. I was there. I took photos of it. I remember now. Sure I knew it was right about that time. We've had a few. Actually, yesterday was Will Martin's eleventh spiritual birthday. I think I saw that in the. You go through your memories and you see some of that stuff. And but Joshua, yeah, he he came as part of it as a camper and as a counselor. And Brandon is new to the process. Um, Time allotted is one day. One day so far. (laughs) Uh, Brandon Foster uh, works with us at the Somerdale Church of Christ uh, down in South Alabama. And so what have you seen from the outside about Titus Camp? I see a lot of connection. I see the students and the kids just have so much fun with each other and just so much desire to just have a deeper study and understanding of God's word and I just think that's awesome and that helps a lot with the staff between all the teachers all the chapel speakers and the keynotes Uh, there's so much happening but it's all focused on one intent and it's just awesome seeing the kids have a connection both with God's word and one another that's right. And so so Connor Parker has been at Titus Camp since he was about how old? 14, 13. So you've been, what, four years? Yeah, about three or four, three or four. years, but not consecutive because mission work. And so tell us where you live. Um, So for the past about five years, I've been living out in Micronesia on the island of Pompeii as a full-time missionary. Um, and this is your last year as a yeah, senior. Unfortunately, I'm thinking about coming back as a counselor, but I won't be able to come back next year because, again, I'll be in Micronesia during that time. Right. But hopefully the year after that I'll be able to come back as a counselor. And you, you can't, you've been coming. Of course, your brother Spencer and Gavin and your sister Piper, this is her first year to come as a, counselor, as a camper. But you guys flying over, it costs you like $2,700 a plane ticket or something. Yeah. We, so it's like ten grand or, or more for your whole family to come. So I'm going to put a link in below here uh, with a PayPal QR code. And if you'd like to make a donation to help the Parkers in their flight, you can click on that link and uh, make a donation to them. We'd like to try to get them at least $1,000 by the end of the week, if possible, to help with uh, defray those costs. And her dad, uh, Connor's dad and, and mom have given me that link. So I'm going to put it here below. Uh, so Aiden, first year. Yes. And so what do you think about Titus Camp so far? Uh, so far, I would dare say this is probably the best uh, church camp I've been to. Uh, the only other one I've really been to is uh, Maywood in Hamilton. And uh, this one I just like. It's really unique. There's a lot more uh, just instruction, really. Uh, you get to learn a lot more uh, here because there's such a wide range of topics you can learn. One day you can be studying, doing a strict, like, you know, uh, biblical study, a survey of a book of the Bible, and the next you may be doing, uh, you may be doing just uh, learning about um, learning about like Christians versus culture was one of the topics we had this week, right? And uh, learning how to uh, defend defend these uh, questions that the world may ask Christians, and just equipping us for just life in general. And that was a class taught by Larry Davenport. And so, like, with Titus Camp, it's convergence of all these other groups. You mentioned Maywood. Maywood is a great Bible camp. And there's several Maywood counselors that will come. CYC is run by Larry Davenport and a board. And Larry comes, helps you every year. 
And so it's great to have him involved with this. And most of these counselors are coming, all of us really are coming from different places and we converge in this one place and it makes it a, I think it's a terrific spiritual atmosphere for 17 years. Now, Chase is also new. This is his first year. What do you think? I think it's amazing. I knew no one, like no one from my church came. I knew no one. And I felt, I felt by the first night that I knew at least half of the camp. That's awesome. And by the first morning, I was friends with just about everyone. And uh, I just, the atmosphere is amazing. I love, I love the way that we have about three classes a day and that we get to write a sermon and preach it on the following Sunday. And that's great. And we, we, another thing too, is we're the only camp within our fellowship that trains both men and women. Uh, and a part of the ladies training, uh, have Esther Redding here, just kind of totally pulling her up uh, on the spot. And Esther has been with us. Uh, this is her second year over the course of three years, right? So Esther, uh, she does mission work. Tell us about some of your mission work that you've done overseas. Um, I've gone to the country of Malawi in Africa, and um, we use a lot of World Bible School, but while, um, while I'm there, I teach a lot of young women in the church, just like kind of smaller studies. Um, but uh, I think when I went to Titus Camp before, this is only my second time, but I got a lot more comfortable um, being able to come up with a lesson and not like a whole lot of time. Cause like I had done one lesson before, but I had had like a month to prepare and stuff and like had no idea what I was doing. Um, so it really helped me. And I, I just love this camp and teaching, even though, you know, Anyone can do it. And I love watching on social media when you go interacting with both the kids and especially the small children and being involved in those kinds of things. That's that's beyond um, what we do at Titus Camp to go out into the world. We're just kind of staying here, focusing on leadership, training, teaching a lesson. But you guys, as Connor said, he's in Micronesia and these kids are coming from all over the world. Some of these kids are coming all by themselves from their congregation, but then they leave here and they're out doing great work all over the kingdom. I mean, uh, all over the world, it's just really neat to see. So Anya is niece of Esther, right? Is that how it works? So you're the niece and you are from where? Smyrna, Tennessee. Smyrna, Tennessee. And so this is your first year? Yes, sir. First year senior? Yeah. Yeah. And so what do you think so far? I really like it. You mean Titus Camp, right? Yeah. What'd I say? <laughs> you said that. Do you like it here? Yeah. Yeah, I've really. loved it so far. I feel like it's given me a taste of kind of like what college is going to be like because, you yeah. know, you wake up and you get breakfast and you go and you sit through three classes. And I really like the flow of everything and getting to know everybody. Good. So, yeah. Good and Sanai, she is from Maryland, actually DC, right? Originally, so that's what, what. What's it like in that part of the world growing up in the church? Um, it's a lot of diversity and culture, and I love the flavor. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, I've I've never been to Maryland. I've never been to DC. I've always wanted to go, but I would assume that the churches are much different there the smaller maybe a little more is it do you feel like the churches there are stronger because there's less people uh what do you think i think actually that the churches here are stronger because there's more sense of community Mm. um my old church definitely was extremely strong 
but we had to close our doors because there was just the, there was a few that were strong. Like we yeah. had started that church, we had already been in from a split, so then we were the starting of the split. Gotcha. And so then I moved to a church on the line of DC Maryland, and that church is where I am now, and my dad's a deacon, and there's about like 300 of us, and I think that we're strong. But we still don't have like that community sense that y'all have down here. And it's also split from English to Spanish worship. So that's another, I feel like, divide that we have that don't yes. make us as unified as we could be. So. That's something, too. It's a great point. We've talked about in the past having a whole track for Iglesia de Cristo because we have great in fact David Durantes was supposed to come one year last minute had to cancel but early on in the early years we'd have five or six kids sometimes seven kids that all spoke Spanish of course they were bilingual but I think that's a great thing moving forward is to have uh, tracks where we can purposely focus on those um, that culture because uh, it is very different I've spoken in uh, Spanish-speaking churches before I know I'm not fluent but I've had translators. Uh, I did. I did preach like half a message once in Spanish. But um, I love that. I love the fact that, especially at Titus Camp, when we're all from different places and different experiences, and we kind of blend. And this is just, as you're hearing this, this is just our cluster. This is just the group that came to Pine Hill today. Um, and so we're going to have uh, larger groups and different people. So you can go on the website and see. Uh, what's that? Oh, I got to get Tori on here. Tori, what do you think about Titus Camp? It's my first time being at Titus Camp or any camp like it, but I like the devotion to the kids and to the students, and it's very encouraging to see people in the next generation of people who are willing to talk about things and willing to farther the faith. Absolutely. All right, well, I'm going to stop right here for just a second and pick back up in just a little bit with some of the other directors and let you know a little bit more about the Titus Camp experience. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I know it's a little different to hear uh, everyone else's voices and to get all of these guys and, and gals too, uh, their perspective on uh, what's going on with this ministry that we're heavily involved with. I will say that we've been doing Titus Camp for 17 years now. We've had somewhere around 380 kids go through the camp. Uh, we have also had um, 19 different states represented in three foreign countries. We've had kids from all over the United States come by themselves. Had a kid this year drive from South Carolina, uh, as was mentioned, one from D.C., Maryland, by themselves. A kid from Kentucky came by herself, and uh, and one from West Virginia by herself. It's just really neat to see how these kids come such a far distance to be a part of a leadership training camp and uh, to be involved with learning about leadership, about ministry, about teaching, about preaching. And so uh, it's a tremendous blessing to us as we participate in it. About 60 counselors this year, in addition to the nearly 50 campers that we had. And so people come from all over to come and and to be a part of it and to lead and to mentor. Uh, I want to encourage you, if you want to learn more about Titus Camp, to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You can go and like that page. You can also reach out to us. You can email me at rreynolds at hcu.edu, or you can reach out to me here at rayreynoldsrap at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to answer any questions about it. You can also go to the website, which is at Heritage Christian University's website, hcu.edu. If you click on the resources tab, it'll drop down, and there'll be a link there that says Titus Camp. You can check it out. 
Um, there's also a link on there that'll tell you how you can donate to the camp. We try to raise between twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a year to pay for Titus Camp. So if you'd like to help out in that cause, we would greatly appreciate it. We're also raising money to help the kids from Micronesia that fly in. There are four of them. Uh, they come every other year. Some of them fly every year if they can afford it. But it's about twenty five hundred dollars a ticket. So I'd love to help those families out that are part of that. We have about eight to ten flying from New York and other places too, but. That Micronesia trip is a 48-hour flight that costs 2500 bucks. It's very expensive. So um, just look forward to what's going to happen in this ministry in the future. We've got a great team, a staff around us. Uh, I talk a lot about that in um, on our website and, and different things like that. And just very blessed to be a part of it. And it was a dream of mine uh, and some of the other staff as we got talking about it early on, and it has really come to fruition. So we're honored to be a part of it. So I hope that you'll check it out and let me know if you got any questions. Uh, until then, thank you so much for tuning in to this abbreviated broadcast, a little bit different, but hopefully it'll encourage you. And if anything, remind you that you have a talent you need to use to the glory of God, doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, doesn't matter whether you're the only person in your youth group, it doesn't matter whether you're in a small town and there's not a church and you're trying to start one, or you're in a huge congregation. Uh, you have talents, you have opportunities, and you need to use them. And if we can help you make that possible, just let us know. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get updates on original content each week. Follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, YouTube, and check out our website at rayreynoldsrap.com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic for an upcoming broadcast, or if you'd like to email me a question, or if you have a prayer request, you can send that to rayreynoldsrap at gmail.com. Have a great day, and may the Lord bless you as you seek to live an authentic life in Christ Jesus.